For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Mike. What's up, man? Just living the dream. How are you today? That's that's what I like. You know what? You always say that you're living the dream. And, you know, when you say it all the time, it starts to come off a little bit sarcastic. It does. But I, but I know you're a positive person through and through. I try to be. However, I am literally living the dream right now. I am back on tour, Mike. Oh, hell yeah. We love to see yeah. it. Going out with our good friends, The Plot and You, and Can't Swim, right? That's right. That's the tour. And we are right now uh, set up in Horseheads, New York. I've been there. We are. Have you? For iMatter? Yeah, it was a great time. There's a nice little place called Upstate Brewing. Awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, they they have a venue here that I guess they're brand new. Mm. And we're using it um, here during the week to, to get ready and get our ducks in a row, so to speak, before we roll into Cleveland House of Blues tomorrow to kick it off. So it's exciting. Hell yeah. That is exciting. Yeah. And man, long wait. And so yes, I am living the dream. Dude, I love to hear it. I just, I want all of my friends and everybody listening to this show to just live the dream this week. You know? Yes. Live it, man. Well, um, speaking of living the dream, 
We had a surprise Limp Bizkit record. <laughs> Can we just throw that out there right now? I mean, I kind of knew about it. It wasn't a surprise for me, but... Oh, but it was a surprise for a lot of people coming out on Halloween and... Yep. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, usually, I'm not sure if this is in your top list. Maybe just a great time to talk about it right now because it's kind of in between weeks. That's kind of what I wanted to do is bring it in with the top albums from last week because obviously this would have been... It's it's in a weird spot, right? Because people have had some time with a record. We've had some time with a record, so I don't think it's right to kind of discuss it at the same time. But I absolutely love this record. I think it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And like everyone was freaking out about Dad Vibes being like such a great song. And I was kind of like underwhelmed, honestly. Really? I love that one. Well, I still think it's like it's not nearly the best song on this record. And mm-hmm. um, it really just kind of had the Limp Bizkit vibe yep. but modernized like in the perfect way yeah i agree i think it's got fresh production but this is still classic biscuit that you know and love like it's goofy it's doesn't it's not taking itself seriously but it's still just like in your face ready to hip and hop ready to rock and roll right it's that perfect blend of new metal we know and love Exactly, exactly. And like, it was, I'll tell you, the acoustic songs kind of threw me for a loop. They did. Like the ones pretty early in the record. And I was like, this is strange. But when I listened to the record again, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to accept this for what it is. And it's a little weird. The band's a little weird. Um, Sure, let's go. And yeah, I think like this is a good record. Yeah, it's honestly better than a lot of stuff I've heard this year. And it's, it really surprised me because I was expecting only like a couple songs on here, like dad vibes. And I don't know it, the whole thing through me. I love it through and through. It's a great record. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you 100%. And that was, that's it. It's out now. Yeah. Uh, still sucks. Still sucks. The record from Limp Bizkit. If you missed it on Halloween, it's a busy, busy holiday. Um, check it out. It's out now for sure. And I mean, obviously speaking of other big news, we've got some really big news that, we need to talk about right up front. I'm ready. From the band that brought you Here Comes the Shock <laughs> and Pollyanna, we have a new Green Day track coming on Friday called Holy Toledo. Oh, no. <laughs> what could this song be about? And it's from a movie, too, which makes me even more worried. Oh, Oh, it's like it's a called, soundtrack movie song? Yeah, it's called Mark, Mary, and some other people, I guess. I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Super weird. That's not that's not the kind of thing that happens anymore, right? No. Like the old you remember like like I don't know if it's um like Brian Adams, everything I do, mm-hmm. I do it for you was like the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, yep. you know, main song and uh, there's like footage from the movie and the music video. Mm-hmm. Like that I thought was dead, but apparently Green Day would be the band to bring it back. Yeah, and there was like the resurgence of it really early on in the 2000s. Like we had the, or maybe not early on, but we had like the Transformers movie with the Linkin Park track, New Divide. Right, yep. I even listened to that today and I was thinking about this. And like we had the Tonight Alive track in one of the Spider-Man movies. And then that like really quick, another blip of that happening. And then it just disappeared again. I was so confused, but I love it. Well, it's pretty much just because it used to be, you know, they were selling CDs, Mm -hmm. you know, with all these songs on them and you couldn't get them anywhere else. Now it's like, well, if you're just going to put them on the internet, then it's just a playlist. So what's the point, right? Like, yep. um, 
but I still think it's cool. And, and I think that maybe it will kind of come back in some form, especially with vinyl mm-hmm. coming back. If there are certain bands that have unreleased songs, you know, movies are still good exposure for bands. Oh yeah. So- soundtracks are getting pressed all the time. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, um, w- w- let's talk about last week. Um, yeah. W- the big, the big release, the number one release was the new record from our friends in Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you think of this one? I absolutely loved it. This is the perfect kind of stepping off point from the Valley, I think. Um, It goes back to their roots a little bit more. I think it's a little bit heavier than the Valley overall. But I Mm -hmm. think the writing is just as on par. I think everything about this record is very, very well put together from a overall music standpoint. The guitars are nice and chugging exactly like you want. The drummer, I forget his name from White Chapel, but he's just popping off constantly. And obviously Phil Bozeman, one of the best vocalists in our scene. This entire thing is just super, super solid. Yeah, I agree. There's a couple of the, like the one single had a little butt rock in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're bringing that into the mix here and there on the record. But it's still, like you said, it's a heavy record. And, you know, I love the elements when they do go melodic. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few like almost, you know, emo moments vocally on this thing. And and to be to be honest, they shine, you know, and I know the deathcore, some of the deathcore, you know, hardcore um, community members will maybe roll their eyes, but I love the growth uh, of, of Whitechapel over the last few records. And oh, same here. Um, yeah, this is one, I think, one for the ages. And I haven't had a chance yet to dive into the lyricism um, and really, you know, kind of see the stories that Phil is telling. But I know that that's one of the huge strengths uh, of the band. So that, that part, uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to really dive deep into it. Great. I mean, I've been, I think I've listened to the record three times now and I haven't dove into the lyrics either, but like from what I can kind of tell and pick out, it's very, very well done. Yeah, absolutely. What else, Mike? We got to talk about your Canada boys and Oof. how Arch Spire absolutely popped the fuck off. I had listened to this record coming in on Wednesday when we recorded last what did you think of this record? Dude, dude, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And, and you know what, you know what I love about it? Mm-hmm. I love that it's eight songs. Yep. You know, you look back at some of the old, you know, thrash metal releases, you know, like the old Metallica records and stuff. Some of those were eight songs, eight, nine tracks. I think Master Puppets is only eight songs. Yeah, I think so too. And, and like, that's all you need mm-hmm. when you're doing, when you're bringing this much into it, when it's, when it's this much chaos and, uh, you know, just, just, you don't need to, to try to put together a whole bunch of tracks to get more streaming numbers or whatever. Like this to me, yep. this, these eight tracks gave me everything I wanted out of this Archbire record. I absolutely loved it. Um, and you know what I think probably surprised me the most was how great some of the melodic clean parts were too. Mm-hmm. When they, when they use a little more feel and it isn't just full bore, like, insanely fast double kick and, and technical vocals and all that. When, when they, when they show a little bit of, of, um, prowess and some chops, um, I was really, really impressed with, with that side of the record as well. Yeah. It's really nice. And I think kind of going off exactly what you're describing these, like, I guess, lulls in the record. I really enjoyed those because this record is kind of similar to that frontier record that we had earlier in the year, but that one was just full bore all the way through this one. Yeah. It really kind of ebbs and flows a little bit more and really kind of keeps you involved with the record. 
Yeah. Like, I forget what song it is. I almost think it's the last track when they just come in and have the sample too. Like, that threw me off. That was great though. Yeah. No, uh, this, this band, man, like, yeah, if you're an extreme metal fan and you don't know Archspire yet, you got to get on that because this is one of the most promising younger bands um, in that scene, 100%. And they're Canadian. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Love it. Another thing I wanted to talk about, I know you checked out this new Driveways EP. Oh, yeah, man. Just, they never miss. It's so good. I love it. They never miss. Like, and once again, the, like, the best songs, they weren't even the singles. So yep. I, I just love this band. And I just, we need to continue to preach to everybody to listen to this band and, and remember that they're 100% independent, which is super cool. And they, I don't know why they are still. Um, I think it's only a matter of time before a big label picks them up. Yep. Um, but love this, love this EP and love this band. Great dudes too. Yep. And then just a couple more quick thoughts. I really love that, uh, calling all captains album. It was just a banger through and through really, really well done. Easy core pop pump, whatever you want to call it. It's a good time. Yep. Yeah. Yet another band from Canada, just killing it right now. And, you know, just kind of, Mm-hmm. Uh, like showing that new kind of younger scene of the pop punk emo movement, um, you know, doing, doing it in a bit of a different way with an edge. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're one of my favorite bands too. Um, and this was, this was awesome. And I'm, again, can't wait to see them back on the road. Yep. And uh, you know, I think they're going to be on a lot of big tours because this band is just awesome and on a great label too with equal vision. Oh, for sure. And um, the last one I wanted to talk about, you know, I listened to this a little bit out of spite, and I was amazed by how much I enjoyed Long Time No See by Attack Attack, their new EP. Oh, I did not check it out, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like, I know we talked a little bit of shit about, like, Kawhi Cowboys, and it's like a fun little intro thing, and, like, some of these other tracks that have, like, slowly trickled out. When you kind of put them all together, this is just a really fun EP that's... I'm not going to say the entire thing is crab core like I would like, but <laughs> it's still fun. It's bringing some heavy electronic influence back into metalcore, and I didn't hate it as much as I thought it would. I kind of enjoyed it. Is it going to be the first thing I listen to when I'm like, man, I really want to jam some Attack Attack? No, I'm going to put on Someday Came Suddenly, but it was a fun EP. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the, the way they came back was a little meme mm-hmm. and I think people didn't take it seriously. Um, and maybe they should have, yeah. you know, maybe even, even us, um, and we can admit when we're wrong. So I'll have to check it out, Mike, and give you my thoughts maybe next week on it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. I, I, I just, I support anybody that wants to, you know, continue to make music and it's cool, you know, do your thing. Yep. Go, go for it. That's all I got. Do you have anything else you want to talk about from last week? Uh, no, I think we covered it. I think that that was the, yeah, those were the big, the big heavy hitters. So I'm pretty ready to get into this week. Oh, Boston Manor EP. Love that too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I did. I did listen to that one. Um, that band is just. That band doesn't miss. No, they're just, they sound so damn like pro. I don't know. It's a weird thing to call. Obviously they're a professional band, but they just sound so mm-hmm. like the production is so good. And like the songs are so good. Like it just sounds like something you hear uh, like, like on the radio. I don't know. It's so polished. Mm-hmm. And the band, the band always impresses me. Yeah, I agree. All right, we're going. We're going to get into it, right? We got a top how many this week? We got top six. Okay, cool. Nice, easy, slow week for us. I, it's not a slow week. We got a lot of good music, right? But it's a 
shorter week. That's what we'll say. That's all right. Okay, cool. Let's get into it. Number six. So first one I want to talk about, number six, coming in with a self-titled album, very late in their career for one. Uh, we've got the new record from Bullet For My Valentine. Yeah, you always wonder about the self-titled thing. Like if that's going to be mm-hmm. a rebirth, um, if it's going to be a throwback, mm-hmm. uh, if they just couldn't think of an album title, um, it's usually one of those three. I think this one's a little bit of a throwback. Uh, the band's heavy again, and mm-hmm. I'm really happy for that. I like this band as a heavier band, not as much of a radio-friendly band. Um, and this is a weird band for me because... I've got to be fully honest. Like this is one of those bands that I just need to, before I go in and listen to this record, make sure that I set my expectations properly because I don't think anything's ever going to be as good as their first record again. And I need to just kind of realize that the singles so far have been pretty good. I've enjoyed them. They're heavy. They're fun. They're fast. They're exactly what you want from metalcore. is the lyricism next level stuff like lows and uh, victims and all that crazy emotional stuff we're getting. No, it's pretty generic metalcore. But I think that this record is going to be a fun release that I'm going to listen to once or twice and be excited whenever I hear one of these songs live, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, like they had a certain lightning in the bottle Mm -hmm. when they came out and that happens with bands. I mean, you know, there's a million bands that, that have this incredible debut record and, you know... I think it's fine. Like mm-hmm. bands move on bands want to do other stuff and bullet for my Valentine has done that. They've obviously been incredibly successful and now we'll see what the next, what this next chapter entails. And if it's a throwback to more of the old stuff, cool. That could be great. If it's, if it's not, that could be great too. So I have a lot of respect for them. And, um, mm-hmm. I think this is a, a very, very great number six on the list. Oh, especially when we get into number five. I mean, let's go first record. In 40 fucking years. (laughs) The new album Voyage by ABBA. I am excited for this. (laughs) Yes. I I am shocked. When when I saw this on the playlist, um, I Mm -hmm. thought for a second, maybe you were like trolling me or something or there was like some kind of weird, like lost, lost album, like lost record from the the, like late 1970s or something. Nope. Because yes, ABBA... Uh, Sweden's finest, a band that has probably, I mean, they've got to be in like the top, the list of top selling artists of all time. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah. 40 years. They have not released new music. That's my entire life. Yeah. And the singles are good. They are. They're classic ABBA, I guess. I mean, I don't know how to describe them other than that. They're fun. They've got a slower song and I still have faith in you and then they kind of pick it up and get a little bit more poppy with Don't Shut Me Down and Just a Notion. I mean, the songs are well written. They're fun. They've got heart to them. I'm really excited to dive in this album just because I mean, how often is it do you get such an iconic band, which almost like a real flash in the pan with like, a? I think they only really released music heavily over one decade Mm -hmm. that comes out of retirement this long into the game. It's just crazy. It is. It is absolutely crazy. And I I don't know if this is the kind of thing we talked about during the pandemic, you know, of like Mm -hmm. bands sitting around looking back at their life, realizing they can't do anything, being like, Hey, those were the best times of my life. Why are like, we're all still alive. Mm -hmm. Like we're all still capable, 
You know, I, I, I mean, this thing better be good. You got 40 years of songwriting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I, and I don't know what the other members of the bands have been doing. I don't really know much about them at all, but you know, I, I imagine that there's been some pretty great hooks written, um, by, by one or many of the members. So mm-hmm. this is cool. And I will absolutely listen to this. this. This might be what I put on first thing on Friday, honestly, cause yeah. it's going to just kick off like the vibes right off the bat. And I'm just so curious, um, to see what, what they're doing. And it's so different from everything else on the list this week too. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a vibe. Yeah. No, I'm very excited for it. No, I love ABBA. I mean, some of my earliest musical memories were my, were, you know, my grandparents playing ABBA at their house, you know, when I was mm-hmm. a little kid, like, you know, a toddler. So yeah, this is cool. For sure. Uh, you want to go in the complete other direction for number four? Yeah, I'm so ready. All right. I am really excited. Um, this is going to be one of the last weeks I can say this, uh, but we're going to be talking about the new album Christ Fucker by Portrayal of Guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Christ Fucker. Yeah. This is heavy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not the same scene as ABBA, but yeah, this is a really promising um, record from a couple singles that have been released and obviously very heavy, very like mm-hmm. um, in your face. I don't know how, really how to describe it. It's pretty raw. Like, what I love is it, it's got that like black metal, like rawness, uh, like I don't want to say shittily recorded, but like it just sounds very noisy and chaotic, mm-hmm. but they've got these like chunky hardcore riffs and bass lines that come in that are like, why did you ever on earth think to combine these two sounds? But it worked very, very well for you. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it is cool. And I, I do think like, sometimes when bands are making heavy music and they try to get the best production and they try to, you know, Mm -hmm. get all the best stuff. And it's like, well then everything sounds almost too good. Like everything is like too clean. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you, when you like actually use, like when you're actually blowing up equipment, there's a chaos in there. You know what I mean? Like when you're using this like shitty, amp that's like rattling when you're recording it or feeding back Mm -hmm. it's like that is chaos that is and that can make a difference you know when you're when you're just trying to create uh, that that feeling of like just hopelessness and and chaos and like you know christ fucking yeah and i mean i think this record as a whole is just gonna do that right it's going to be loud in your face and just pure chaos. Yep. 100%. Big record. All right. Let's go. Number three? Number three. Yeah. Uh, so number three coming in, uh, we got an EP. Um, obviously, this band is absolutely huge. We've got the new EP, Pure Like Porcelain from Like Most Flames, Columbus's Finest. Mm-hmm. This band doesn't miss. No. And, and you, were, you were quite critical of their last record and some of the um, production and the vocals being a bit buried on the record. I know you, they fixed it. Oh, they did they remix it? No, they fixed it for this EP. It's, it sounds so much better. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's fine. You know, um, not every record is going to be the best produced, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I still and love that last tough. record, by the way. Yeah. Well, and here we go. Still I mean, it. this is, if this is on that trajectory, and it mm-hmm. still has the songwriting and, and like the lyricism. I mean, Chris Roeder, one of the best lyricists in the game. Phenomenal. Um, the, you know, I, I just, he's just, he's a very interesting person. He's different. 
he's cut from a different cloth. Mm-hmm. I mean this in a good way from a lot of other front men. Like he's a lot more introverted. Yeah. Um, he's kind of a quiet guy. Um, but you can tell there's just so much there um, brewing, brewing in his, in his brain um, to, to bring to the table. And like, he's such an artist through and through too. Like, I don't know if you've ever watched him on Twitch or if you've like looked at his art page and everything like that, he likes to do a lot of flash art. Mm-hmm. And this dude is just so talented, even non-musically. Like uh, if you look at like digital art and stuff that he's doing, it's just very, very well put together. Like this guy's great. Well, let's not forget about his work in Amorosa, starting it all. Oh yeah. Okay. That EP is still amazing. So mm-hmm. very exciting uh, stuff and good people. And um, yeah, man, this is, this is great news. Um, a band that is just, yeah, they're, they're always awesome. Oh yeah. You ready for that number two? Let's go. Probably what is one of the biggest up and coming bands in our scene right now. I think we've got the new record, the romance of affliction by CU space cowboy. Oh yeah. Yeah. This band is, um, is really, really cool. This kind of throwback to, you know, you know, the early days of my band, Yeah, you know, in the early two thousands emo, scene um you know for fans of maybe early under oath or from first to last um but they bring their own kind of kind of sound to it too Mm -hmm. and um yeah i mean they've they've got an awesome front woman and this is just incredible band oh yeah it's it's almost like post hardcore of olden days like early 2000s 2005 era stuff but it's got this like avant-garde element to it too where it's Mm -hmm it's not as formulaic as a lot of that music from that time was where it was very, uh, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus like this. It throws you for a lot of loops. It's got some really weird song structures and things going on here that totally I appreciate. And like, it kind of keeps you on your toes. And like some of the music videos are a little bit like a, have a horror aesthetic and if everything fits with this band and works together very, very well. Totally. It's almost like, you know, you go to emo night, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to hear like the hits from under oath. You're going to hear yep. boy, boy, um, boy brush blue, whatever that song is. Um, mm-hmm. that's not the title at all, whatever it is. You guys know what I'm talking about or, or reinventing your exit. And you're going to hear maybe an early Silverstein song, like my heroine or something like that. Right. You're going to hear those kind of hits. It seems like CU space cowboy is still being influenced by those bands, but not the hits. Mm-hmm. They're influenced by like the deep cuts by like the weirder songs. You know what I mean? This, you're right. The songs that don't have that song structure, exactly. which is cool because that, that was like sort of what um, the scene was really all about before it kind of got MTV picked it up and then they picked up the songs that were more accessible. And then that became what influenced the next generation. And then everything became, you know, ultimately more and more watered down. So they're kind of fighting against that. Yeah. And I really like it. I think it's such a weird unplayed in space right now that like very few bands are doing. Like, obviously we've got wrist meat razor Mm -hmm. and Kaunashi and like those bands, but like, CU Space Cowboy, I think, is really leading the front in this little weird post-hardcore niche market that is just, A, blowing up, making a ton of people feel super nostalgic, and making some awesome music. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a big, big backer of this and been waiting for this release 
Um, I think this is the, this is like, you know, obviously people have heard mm-hmm. of the band, like if you're deep in the scene, but I think now this is the, this is going to be the, the release that puts them on the map and people are going to be hearing about them. And again, they're going to be on all these tours and um, yeah, and they're well, well-deserving. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. What is it? It's either today or tomorrow, I think, or yeah, it was Friday. So Friday they're opening not fest Los Angeles for bring me the horizon. Oh, wow. Cool. Crazy. That's awesome. That's, that's going to be great for them. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to hear from our sponsor rockabilia where you can get a whole bunch of great band merch at amazing prices. Okay. Here's an ad. We'll be right back with the number one release of the week. And we're back. Hi, Mike. Hey, did you guys enjoy that ad? Um, I, I know I did. I did too. Great rockabilia, they're they're just great. There's just the variety of stuff over there just consistently just blows my mind. And like, I don't know if you, I guess you missed probably the Halloween stuff, um, but man, the Halloween like sales and and just merch they have these days is just out of control. Oh yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. I uh, I'm waiting, Mike. Number one, let's go. Come on. All right. Uh, let's just get straight into it. Some more Canada boys. Uh, I don't know what they're putting in the water in Vancouver, but all of a sudden I am seeing a ton of really cool bands coming out of this area. Uh, we're going to talk about for our number one, the new album Keepsakes and Reminders by Youth Fountain. Yeah, this this band rips. They, they're so good, man. I I, uh, I don't know what to say. Like um, they have a bit of a, it's kind of a pop punk sound, modern, mm-hmm. though more emotion. Um, maybe maybe a little bit like older real friends. Yeah. Um, a bit hard to describe though. Uh, you just listen to it. This is this is one of the best bands, and yeah, man, they kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, just high quality music, and I mean, like this is a band that a lot of people were talking about in 2019. When mm-hmm. I think, yeah, their debut album, they had an EP before it. Uh, this album's called Letters to Our Former Selves came out. I listened to it. It was pretty okay, my first couple listens. But this was a record that, like, I wasn't impressed on the first listen, but something about it kept bringing me back to it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it just grows to being like, man, is this one of the best pop punk albums of the last five years? And I almost think that it is. And I think this record's going to be even better, wow. which is kind of crazy. But I love this band. They've just really, really blown up out of nowhere in such a good organic way. And their music is, you can when you listen to it, you just, it's one of those, you feel the emotion, right? Coming through the lyricism that matches up with, the vocal performance matches up with the tones of the guitar and like the riffs and everything that they're writing. It matches up with the emotion that's coming through the drum patterns and the fills and things like that. It's so well done. It's true. It's, it's true. And a lot of newer bands, that's the, that's the thing they can't get right. You know, Mm -hmm. nobody really knows how to blend what they're bringing to the table, whether it's like, a lot of the bands will have drummers that overplay or like a guitarist that like the guitar tones are like mm-hmm. too out there or the singer just, you know, they don't let the vocals breathe in the right way. Mm-hmm. This band seems to have that figured out already. Yep. Um, and that's a huge thing. And now it's just like, okay, well, show me the best songs you have. And they got those two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Youth Fountain, um, man, I feel like BC, you know, uh, British Columbia, Vancouver was so starved 
before seen bands like there weren't very many and now you're right there's like so many bands coming out of there mm-hmm. yeah it's nuts i'm absolutely here for it though like if we're gonna keep getting quality out of vancouver british columbia like keep sending it to me i'm cool with it yeah I mean, you know, Spirit Box. There's just one that's blown up over the last couple of years. Um, Artspire. Yeah, Artspire. There's there's more too, I know, because we talk about them. Mm-hmm. I just, my brain doesn't always work that fast. But yeah, man, thank you, Western Canada. Tons. I love it. Well, wow, that's a great... Record's going to rip. Go listen to This it. is a great top six. We have blown through. Yeah, I think so. We have blown through this. 31 minutes. That's pretty good, Mike. Rockin' and rollin', baby. I love it. Um, now, give me... What's the damage on Honorable Mentions? Eight. Oh, we're going to be under 45 minutes on this episode. Maybe less. I, actually, I might I might have a couple more because I okay. think I left some albums off this here. This is great. You know, Let's go. We're, we're running a little fast, so I'll talk about some Honorable Mention albums. Really, really cool pop artist. Um, kind of like indie pop snail mail. She's putting out her uh, new record this week. Um super fun if you're into stuff like that so make sure you go check that out cool i love that name that's cute for some reason i know right that's yeah, cute name like everything about the project is cute i love it sweet snail mail okay um next there's a record from funeral chant coming out really really cool heavy band um i don't even remember much about them but i just know that i absolutely love them right i also like that name too yeah it's a great band name um 137 monthly listeners. I like really got on this recently. I think I heard a song or two uh, before the album came out, and I'm just like, yup. Um, pretty sure it's black metal, but go check that out if you're into it. 137. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I find weird music. You know this. Yes, you do. That's an impressive one. Um, yeah, and let's get into some singles. Um, Greyhaven. Have you heard of these guys? Yeah. They're putting out. First single from their new album. Um, I forget the name of both, unfortunately, off the top of my head right now. But I really love this band. Um, kind of doing the Southern hardcore thing, uh, very similar to a Norma Jean and Every Time I Die, uh, with a little bit more of an edge. And I think it's refreshing. It's good. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is going to be interesting what this first single's like. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. That's that's, that's a, a, another band you see on a lot of tours. So that's yeah, it's yeah. cool. I think this could this could be the one blowing them up. I hope so. Um, we've got your good friend Pierre from Simple Plan putting out a new record or new, not a new record, new single. Really, a solo song? No, Simple Plan as a whole. Sorry, I, I realized I worded that a bit weird. Oh, okay, that's all right. No, because because he never had done that before. Yeah, and I'd even asked that, him. That'd I'd be cool. Like, yeah, I'd even asked him like, hey, you know, you're like a good, you know guy you write all the songs so he's like ah no just my outlet simple plan I'm like that's cool too yeah that's yeah, yeah i've you know been seeing them around a bit they, they're doing a huge tour across canada 25 dates in arenas wow. opening for the offspring that's pretty cool yeah it's it's really crazy See, no one does that many shows in canada so um you know that's in february i don't know if simple plan will have any record for them possibly mm-hmm who knows? It would make sense. It would. I, I think there will be one coming. But new singles, I, I always wonder like what you're going to get from, from Simple Plan. Like, because, you know, obviously their old stuff is more mm-hmm. pop punk, like classic pop punk, like, you know, very similar to Blink-182 or the starting line or something like that. But, you know, they've 
definitely leaned very heavy on the pop side over the past couple records. And, you know, they don't put it, they don't put mm-hmm. records very often. I still enjoy it. Yeah, they're still really good. But I do wonder, like, I just want to hear them do, like, bring the punk back into the pop punk. And mm-hmm. I, I know they, I know they have I mean, it in them. It's making a comeback. I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. It's just, it's, do they want to do it or not? And I, I, I don't know. So we'll see what this is. And, it, it, you know, you know, it's going to be good. You know, it's going to be good songwriting and, and well, well produced and everything. Um, but we'll see. Oh yeah. So, uh, we've got a new single from heart of gold. This is a, another Kurt Travis project. So if you oh, cool. love him, like I do, make sure you go check that out. No. Yeah, and I think he's your favorite dance Gavin dance singer. You've told me that before. He is not. Oh, okay. Well, someone else told me that and I thought it was you. Nope. Not- I'm putting the worst words in your mouth. Not the worst words. I mean, I love two out of three Dance Gavin Dance Singers, so. <laughs> well, I, I, I have to give a shout out to my boy Tillian because he is amazing and I think he's the best one. Oh, yeah. But I do love Kurt. Anyway. He is the best. Yeah, by far. Um, next up, uh, we've got a new single from Senses Fail, if you're into that. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting news about this, I think, mm-hmm. they're announcing their album, release date, July 15th, 2022, 11 songs on the record, three singles out already. How do we feel about this? So long time. I think it's going to lose every bit of hype that it has going for it. I mean, a sense is fail, right? So they have diehard fans, but it's a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like the day to remember thing a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really, yeah, I'm not, not really egregious, sure, but not, not, no, but I'm really not sure why. You know, um, mm-hmm. and also like, okay, so you release the singles, but why announce the album now? Yeah. Like you can release singles, but you don't have to, I wouldn't announce the album until, I don't know, maybe February, March. Yeah. I would. Something like that at the, at the earliest. On, if you're going to, if you're going to keep releasing singles like this too, I would say, you know what? Senses fail. You're a big enough band. Put out six singles leading all the way up to like June. And then say, hey, you know what? We've got a record dropping next week. And just drop it. Could do that. I don't know. I mean, is he... If you're waiting on vinyl or something like that at that point, why not? That could be... You know what? That could be it. It's 100% it. That could be it. Yeah, I didn't even think about the vinyl thing. Yeah, that probably is what it is. But, you know... I'm hearing things and like looking at what's going on. And basically, if you don't have your album recorded, mastered, ready to go within like the first three months of the year at this point, you're not getting vinyl next year, which is crazy. I know it is. It is pretty much like most of the plants are saying a year. So that's, it is crazy. I don't know, man. I'm sure it'll catch up eventually. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. But we'll see again, census fail. They've, they've worn a lot of hats, mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms of uh, the, you know, the early emo post hardcore days to the pretty much full on hardcore days. So it'll be interesting to see what they say. And obviously they've gotten more and more political. So yeah, we'll see. And speaking of bands who have worn many, many hats, uh, we're getting the second single from the converge and Chelsea Wolf project Mm. album. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for this. I think this is such a cool project. Yeah, definitely. I'm into it. Definitely different, which I'm, I'm fine with. I'll let converge try something new after, you know, 30 years or however long they've been a band. And this is very different. It can't be worse than Lulu. That's <laughs> like, that's the only way I think of like projects like no. this with two artists going in. No, nothing will ever be worse than Lulu, honestly, maybe ever, but no, this is good. And you know, obviously people know converge from being the, 
one of the original metalcore bands metalcore yeah one of the original metalcore bands and still one of the best and super artistic in everything that they do and this is right there you know and um yeah it's it's really cool i i uh I'm, I'm interested in, in hearing if maybe this will be a little more on the converge side of things because mm-hmm. the last one, the even the music wasn't super convergy. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe this one will be. Yeah. And I'm hoping so as well. I would really like if this record was a little bit more dynamic and we did have heavier tracks and lighter tracks, mm-hmm. but honestly, if most of it's just a little bit lighter too, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. As long as the music's good. Absolutely. Uh, next up, Cool up and coming metalcore band, Aviana, super sweet. Uh, recently got a new vocalist. I think they've had one single out with him. Uh, this is going to be their second single coming out. Super, super solid. Uh, I almost want to say progressive metalcore. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I know this band. So, oh, well, you'll have to check them out because they're tons of fun. I will. Av- Avi- Aviana, Aviana. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. I will check them out. Next up. We've got my favorite. I don't want to necessarily call them rock and roll because they were like one of the first kind of like metal bands too, but they were also rock and roll. Like if you look at the hits, they're rock and roll, but they also had metal, but then they also had some ballads. Scorpions are putting out a new track and new album next year. Wow. Uh, New single on Friday. I'm so excited. I love this band to death. Wow. Well, they haven't been around as long as ABBA, but pretty close. Um, Yeah. I remember I was driving in my car around one time and they were like advertising uh you know some band playing a show and and i didn't like catch the name at first because i just like turned it on and they were like celebrating their 50th anniversary and i was like 50th anniversary what the hell what band is this and it was the scorpions and um mm-hmm. <laughs> and this was like a like a few years ago so i'm sure the band is probably getting closer to 60 um, oh, years of being so. a band, which is crazy. And, you know, and a lot of people forget that they're from Germany. So mm-hmm. they're like, they put, they put that music over there on the map. They're hated in Germany too, which is hilarious. Are they? Yeah. Like a, a lot, I wouldn't say hated, but a lot of like German people from what I have seen don't like that the band is from Germany. <laughs> oh, interesting. I don't know anything about that, but, uh, but I just, you know, I imagine obviously, how important they were to the, you know, European scene mm-hmm. and, and everything. Cause there weren't too many other bands, um, that, you know, broke out from there. Yeah. And I think they're just amazing. Like they're, I think one of the bands that is the definition of more than their hits where the hits are good. Right. But you really have to go to those B sides and there's so many amazing songs. Yes. That this band has made. Their hits are good. I remember when I was a kid making mixtapes for myself, um, like, and I'm talking about like, I was like six, mm-hmm. maybe seven years old. And I put winds of change, uh, on a mixtape and I put it on a tape twice in a row. And I thought I was mm-hmm. the first person ever to think of, to do that, <laughs> to put a song, to put a song twice in a row. And I told, I told my sister, I was like, I put them, I, it's my favorite song. I put it on twice in a row on my mixtape. I'm like, I like invented that. That's great. It's just like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I do that all the time. And I was like, Oh, well, I still think it's cool. I thought of Damn. it, <laughs> but I still love that song. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, last, but definitely not least, uh, this is the single I'm looking forward to most on Friday that I know about. It's called Molotov. Okay. And it's the new single by Stan Atlantic. I love this band to death. Oh, 
It's so funny we're talking about them. I did not know about this song coming out. I was just yep. talking about this band last night. Um, you know, talking about awesome female fronted bands. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were talking about Paris and we were talking about Spirit Box and I brought this band up in the conversation and a couple of the, mm-hmm. the dudes that I'm on tour with were like, oh no, I don't think I've, I don't think I've heard of the band. And I was like, oh, you have to. Wow. So here we go. This is like right on, right on schedule for, mm-hmm. for some new music for people to check out. Yeah, I think so. And we've gotten the one single already featuring Little Lotus. Um, we've got, this is going to be the second single. I'm really expecting an album announcement soon, uh, leading into something early next year, which is really exciting for me. I love this band. I think they're one of the kind of front runners in the new wave of poppy or pop punk. Yeah. I'll call it bands like water parks. Almost. Um, I think they're great. Their songwriting is incredible. Every song is super, super catchy and well thought out. And, Obviously, uh, Bonnie's just got a great voice. Yeah, she's she's incredible. And I love when they do go a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's some of the best moments of the last record were that. And um, yeah, man, absolutely. That's a great pick and a great way to finish off a week that like, yeah, not a ton of selections. A little more chill. Not a ton of selections, but a lot of quality. Exactly. And I mean, I think that's just what we got going on. It's one of those weeks where... We had a huge last couple of weeks and everything's just kind of calming down for a little bit. We're getting a little close to the end of the year. So everybody's kind of putting in their last hurrahs, right? For album of the year Mm -hmm. consideration, things like that. Mm -hmm. And we're slowly starting to phase into the beginning of next year's album cycles. That's right. So we're getting a lot more singles and stuff like that. Holy Toledo. Holy Toledo, baby. When's that new Green Day record going to drop? Oh, God. Hopefully never. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Well, Mike, thank you for another great top six in honorable mentions. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this. Make sure that you first follow Mike on Instagram for the full list. It's at Slappy Slam. And get your tickets. Silverstein, we're coming at you all over America. Starting Tour's starting tomorrow. In fact, when you listen to this, it started yesterday. So get your tickets, silversteinmusic.com with special guests, The Plot and You and Can't Swim. We're super revved up. Can't wait. We love The Plot and You here. We do. Mike, thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. As always, it's always a good time. There we go. That's our show, everybody. See you later. Bye.